<laughs> you boys didn't think I'd be back, huh? Now, normally we play the Apollo 13 music, but not today because Scooty and Aaron, step right up, step right up, have lost the bet. They said I wouldn't be back today. I would not make an episode. And by the way, I'm fully back. I've been working on a deal very, 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 for very long. You're going to see it soon. Working my ass off for it. Need to handle the business side of it and the, uh, you know, this stuff too, but I'm back. Good to see everybody. This episode's going to be great. I'm going to tell you some things I've never told anybody in my fucking life. I owe it to you. River Magoo Nation. Zap Podcast. Love you all. It is episode who the fuck knows at this point. Right now. And just like that, we are back. It was the bottom of the ninth. Two down. Runners on uh, first and second. Down by two. And here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Home run. Bottom of the ninth. Did you get my analogy here, guys? A little rusty. A little rusty here because I'm not picking up on the analogy. No, what is it? Well, I was. I don't know. I kind of blacked out. Basically, I, I'm saying I rallied like back against the wall, but now we're bringing oh. the podcast back. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, here's the deal. I had to go to Boston. We haven't touched up on that. I had to go to mm -hmm. Boston. I got some stuff done for us. So a lot of people said I couldn't do something. And when they say you can't do something, I have to do it. And I went to Boston, and I got it done, I think. So you'll hear about it in the next day or two, the announcement, my new partnership that I'm very excited to announce. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's where I've been. I mean, the circus music was fitting for the opening of this episode. That was all... It was very, very fitting. Me. Can we can we start with the Boston trip? I kind of want to hear about all the all the shit nope, you did over nope. there. Nope. Or we can start with this hot black coffee. You want to talk about hot yes. black coffee? Oh my I mean, God. I did you start Bro, your own podcast? Fuck yeah, I started my own podcast. Jesus. I was shade. I thought that we were never shade coming alert. back. Shade alert. The ball. Hey, no, no. Scott's actually been good about the shade. Uh, but Scott, I do want to say this. I have not watched hot black coffee, but I did watch the first thirty seconds of your opening monologue. Yeah. What, uh, or when you when I was gone, it was very a, good. I me, ten out of ten. Oh, you're talking about the Zapped monologue. Whatever the fuck you did on the internet that I saw that was something about... Like, I mean, the Zapped is your show, Bob. So I mean, let's I, be I honest. Not a lot of people are tuning into Hot Black Coffee right now, but... <laughs> you know, oh, dude, we, but our, our downloads are in the hundreds. This fucking dog. I knew it was going to be an issue. Did he just bark? Yeah. yeah. So he, Aaron Scott is, is not good at... Like, dude, you ki he kicked him in the face. First of all, why don't you explain what's going on in the fucking room, Aaron? Uh, what's going on is you showed up to my place with yes. a bag, and yes. now you invade the only time I have to be sane. I and came get away in. From you. I needed to monitor. You now fully come in and invited yourself into my home. So Bob is a little bit in between places right now. Uh, we're waiting for this DraftKings deal, and guys, it's not like it looks. Uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, this is the real deal. This is a small business that's affected by uh, COVID nineteen that we need to make dues. So guess what? I had to move in with Aaron for just a day or two, just to you know. I always love. And he actually didn't allow me to have a girl over last night. And actually, no, listen to this dude, fucking fuck. That. fuck. I mean, it's Papa Steiny. He makes the rules. It's his own. And I have to clean yeah, up Yeah, but here. time out. But time out. I'm willing to buy his sister and brother out. Yeah, I know. Uh, and kick Aaron out of his own home. Can you imagine if I get kicked out? I'm going to get you kicked out. They'll make the, the deal, out. too. That's Guys, new up. game for the podcast. It's going to be actually really fun that I thought of. What do you got? Uh, the, the game is going to be, because I am guilty of it, and this is it, but, you know, rightfully so. Uh-huh. It's going to be called the name drop game. We're going to play this <laughs> oh throughout God. the podcast. You're going to be a Hall of Famer. The, yeah, the we're not going to get a word in. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because I remember the, the funniest thing is if you guys really know how our day-to-day -day operates, it's amazing. You know, we're, we, we have a small team right now. We're obviously trying to build some infrastructure and build something behind this and make this a real, real entity now. You know, we've gotten the training wheels. Uh, the training wheels are being taken off a little bit here. We got to bring in some people to help us out a little bit, raise some funds and all that. But it's just so amazing how watch out for the dog. He's on the thing. Dude, this, I'm sorry. Uh, I got to interrupt. No, dude. 
You're talking about this, like, stuff. You have a jaw on your leg right now. Look at that, Scott. Those are Canada dips. Those are Canada dips. Disgusting, dude. And it's on your bare knee. So stop. I was in the middle of a fucking story. Two, two, whatever. Okay, the name drop game, guys. Anytime anybody name drops anything, and it's like, it's like going to be, like, judged by our followers that follow this podcast. So if I'm like, yeah, so, you know, I was just kicking it with, like, Cam Newton the other day in Boston, which was a subtle name drop in itself. Ding! Yeah, that, but that would count. That would yeah, count. it does yeah. count. Okay, but, I, you know, I would like to get that story. It is pretty great. Okay. Um, but uh, that's the game. And uh, So what happens if you do that? The survivor. I don't know the rules, dude, but I'm just saying the name drop game. Anytime. The other person has to pay $100. But you can also be saying, like, say, like, it has, like, it has to be, like, a reasonable, like, name drop, like, Okay, so this is... How the, the fuck are we, me and Scott going to compete? At the end of every episode, they're going to tally it, our followers, and DM us. So the rule is, if you name drop, you owe $100? Yeah, but it's not really like a name drop unless it counts. Like, I can't be like, hey, we have... Like, it has to, like, count. Like, it has to be... I don't know how to explain it. Oh, this. it has to be A-lister only? No. It, <laughs> no, it has to be, like, something that's not involved with, like, we actually need to talk about. Okay. So it's like a fine line where so it's So basically like, you're just trying to like... Like what happened the limit, other day when we yourself. tried to record our podcast was it went south. We went into a studio to try and record our podcast and with these random two guys in the room and we hadn't had this podcast back in so long because I've just been <laughs> fucking all over the place. These two guys are sitting in the room, this random guy, me, Scott, and Aaron walk in. They have to like drag me to this fucking place <laughs> to get me to do this podcast. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. We sit in there. We realized in the first two minutes how bad the podcast was going. I started to just name drop so many people just to impress the two people in the room because I, I was so that. embarrassed. I, I was so embarrassed about how bad this <laughs> podcast was knowing we would never air it, but knowing I still had to like show these two guys in the room that we were kind of like semi not like we knew what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Which I didn't need to because it's a bunch of shitty podcasts that go in there and record every day and spend $111, but we just had our studio not available. There was that would have cost you like two grand if this game was on then. If what game? The name drop game. I would have been done. That's why I brought out the idea because oh, I went okay. in there and I was like, I just name dropped just to impress these two fucking people. It is amazing how much better we are when it's just us three in a room. Well, that's what I'm saying. Around. We knew that. You could tell the vibe, Scott. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And I love it. It's so amazing. Like I said before, it's so amazing with just the power of this little thing. You know, now, now you put a little bit of money behind us. You put a real operation behind us. Like we could blow us to the moon, hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so amazing that even if you're in a stage and I just did a very interesting interview with Ed Milette. And this is why I want to bring this up. Can you fill me in on Ed a little bit before you go into it? Yeah, so Ed, I, don't, I don't know who he is. Ed is uh, just, I mean, for me personally, like Ed mm-hmm. is a motivational speaker. Most importantly, he's just a guy that's, you know, had a successful bunch of different successful businesses and whatnot. And just, you know, is very well known throughout, you know, just the social media world. And uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know a lot about Ed, but like. I thought he was like a Gary Vee. He, you know, I think, I mean, just to say like he's a Gary Vee, first of all. Have you guys seen Jason I think that Gary Vee is a very fucking, more than just what people perceive him as, but Gary is a fucking extremely smart guy. And what's happening right now with the sports baseball card world, which we should talk about. He was right, right? Dude, Vegas Dave cashing out. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, it's, it's crazy. That guy made three, what, 3.4 million on a baseball card? I don't, I don't know. Six months, right? I don't know. But basically this, Aaron, hold on. How many it, baseball cards did you buy when you saw that? I didn't buy any, but I'm definitely investigating it when you guys actually think I'm not doing anything. That's what I'm actually fucking doing. Just <laughs> looking at all baseball this Baseball cards? Yeah, bro. Like, trust me. I, I'm, There's I'm, no way you're doing that. I am on... Zero chance you've oh, I almost just lost that. my name drop game. <laughs> I'm like, I am on a group text with some very important people. That was almost a name drop. See, we're getting, uh, we're getting better at it. Anyways, Ed Milet is going to be the guest on this episode. Now, everybody's like, oh, Bob is lazy because Bob whatever... I've never felt, I've done a lot of these, whether I'm interviewing somebody or somebody's interviewing me, I've done a lot of these 
things. And I felt really good about this episode. It's getting some great feedback. And I asked Ed, you know, can we use the content? Because I really told a lot of my story that I've never told to my own audience that I think it's only fair for them to hear it here, you know, about my real shit, what I really went through in that fucking epic fucking day when I had to go back to Boston. It's just such an intriguing story that I told in detail. So I'm not lazy. Because we got some good people coming up, but hey, we—that's uh, going to be the episode guest today. We're, we're groundbreakers on in the podcast world, and we're going to use an interview from a different show. We're, we're the first show I to ever wanna, do that. You're rationalizing. <laughs> you're, ma- you're making it so like you know you're like defending it. We don't. No, need I'm def- fucking. With I you. want people to hear this. That's how proud I was of the episode because I really. I mean, I you, wait. You told some stuff you've never told. before? I just focused for once in my life, and I just actually sat and had a real conversation with Ed, which is amazing. What Ed can bring out. How did you actually, do that? Because we've been trying to figure out how to get you to focus. You guys for years. don't know what the fuck you're doing. Ed does. He's <laughs> a wizard. <laughs> he, he did a spoon. How did he get into your mind? What he, did he do? He did, did, he did something, from, dude. The get out? He did the get out thing. He put the spoon at the bottom of the That's cup. That's what we need to figure out is how to get Bob's so we can like, dude, like I'm control focused. his mind. Dude, I'm focused. I'm focused right now. Like you don't get it. I had to get this deal done. It took me a fucking while. It took me three months. Just watch. We're good. I mean, I haven't seen you the way you are this afternoon in a long time, which is I'm, very, very positive for the future of the Zap podcast. All you had to do was beat off in Aaron's sister's room and it <laughs> is... That is inappropriate. What? That is inappropriate. I didn't, and you dude. didn't do that. Just I so clear that up. I stayed Steinberg, in there. Steinberg, you're going to allow this? I in, stayed in, in there. In your dojo? He did under not your stay roof? in there. No, I'm just he kidding. He did not I'm stay in there. All, all respect uh, to Mr. Steinberg. He did not stay in there. Harvey, who's the only... Uh, you know, by the way, the people that are walking by Aaron's apartment right now are probably like, what it's happened It's a really old building. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an old building. The windows are wide open and we have a fucking three mic set up in here. Uh, anyways, guys, it's good to be back. I'm very, very excited to, to, to be here. I think what we do is on the outro, we're going to get more into some stuff. I'm going to actually take my time in these podcasts Well, I now. think I'd like to ask you to leave after that comment. Well, problem is, Aaron, I already uh, did a little deal with your sister and brother, and unfortunately, rent due, motherfucker, so you're out. No, I have to leave. Back on the air mattress. Back on Fuck. the air. Dude, actually, I do have to flip this in my favor. Like, I'm here yeah. at Aaron's place. I got to flip You this. would do this just to be an asshole. It's ridiculous. For the content. Next stop, Scotty, Ed Milet and Bob Mallory. Sit down. You want to go into it right now? Yeah, I want to talk on the outro. I want to get people to this. I want you to hear this. And let me uh, regain my stuff, and let's let's see you at the end of this. I think that it's a very interesting story. Like, no matter what you're going through. Like, I'm not where I want to be, but I've definitely accomplished some goals. I've definitely done some things that are pretty amazing. I never sit back and realize it. And in this interview, I did. So there's a long way to go. But I'm saying that I did it. You know, I've, 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 I'm on a good little run here. So hear this if you're going through anything, especially during these times, which is fucking crazy. And just let me and Ed zap you to whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, I tried to end that strong, but I couldn't. Still a little right. rusty. Still rusty. I'll bring it back. This show is sponsored by Five. They have a product called the Daily Buzz Gummy, which is basically, it's like a little weed edible, but you can ship to all 50 states, and it's legal. Each gummy contains 5 milligrams of THC and 50 milligrams of CBD. That world is exploding. That's why we're fucking with it. I don't often get baked and whatever. Sometimes me and Aaron will decide to, and Scott, and whatever, but... Uh, not really my thing, but these gummy zingers have actually they get me a little bit, uh, you know, I think it varies for everybody, Scott, but these have got me actually a little bit relaxed, which I don't even know if that's a thing, but I, I'm a fucking Android, who knows. But anyways, uh, I, I cannot believe that nowadays we're living where gummy bears you can eat and they're legal, which is, which is pretty fucking crazy. So for their launch, guys, back to focus, they're giving away 20% off plus free standard shipping. No gimmicks. You go to 5CBD.com. F-I-V-E-C-B-D.com and use code BOB20 for 20% off and free shipping. They have a 30-day refund policy. And uh, remember, 5-F-I-V-E-C-B-D.com. Use code BOB20 for 20% off. Thank me later. It's Ed Milet, and uh, I've been trying to have this guy on my show for a long time. 
we met a couple years ago at the Super Bowl. And the reason I wanted him on is because I think he has one of the greatest stories you will ever hear in your life. And I mean that. And some of you out there, you know, we're finding you during COVID, maybe when you're listening to this, maybe it'll be years later and some of you are hearing it, but some of you feel like you're in need of kind of a comeback or a life comeback. And uh, this man's story is remarkable. I mean, like one of the great ones you will ever hear. And uh, I want him to share it with you today. And then I want to pick his brain about how he's become so successful. So my guest today is my friend, Bob Menery. Bob, welcome to the program, man. It is a uh, honor and a pleasure to be here, Ed. Do I have to use this voice, though, as a question? You can use uh, the do, Bob I, Do I talk voice? my broadcaster voice or do I? The Bob Menery voice. A little mix of both. Ed, you're the you man. Can... I respect everything you do. I, uh, I watch all your stuff and you, uh, believe it or not, I don't want to give you too much credit here, but yeah. uh, you might have been a little silent mentor to me as well through your, uh, through your videos and whatnot. So thank, thank you. Bro. Appreciate that's, it. That's wonderful. And it's funny when you talk about the voice, it's one of the most interesting things because I bet I'm guessing 30 to 50% of my audience already knows you and is excited you're here. And then the other 30 to 50, by the time we're over, will be following you. But when I met you the first time, and we just, when we've talked to, you know, over the years, I am struck by the difference in the Bob Menery from, you know, you and Peter and the one that I meet one-on-one yeah. -on -one is a little bit more, I don't know, humble, kind of quiet, almost introverted dude. Is that somewhat accurate? Yeah. I mean, like what I, what I do is like, you know, what I, I realized at a young age kind of that I had this voice that was just, I could turn on at any given time hmm. and uh, didn't know what the hell to do with it. You know, I think at the end of the day, I always wanted to do voiceover stuff and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't walk around and go to CVS and be like, can I get those two uh, butterfingers there? Give me a water bottle. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Uh, but uh, it's definitely, let's just say this, Ed, if I lose the voice, I'm in big trouble. I might need a job. Yeah, you, you've, got a, you've got a voice for, uh, for radio, for sure. So let's go back to the beginning of that run, because this is what I wanted. You know, there's so many people, man, right now that are, they're down on their luck. You know, they've lost their job, their business is down, they, you know, they put on weight during COVID, you know, there's all these things, there's a social unrest, there's all this stuff going on in the world. And you found yourself really down on your luck years ago. And I kind of just want you to take people through the story, but I want to make sure I start it right. You had moved out to California, you were caddying at Wilshire, I don't know if we're allowed to say where it was, but you were a caddy. And it sort of it went, it, which is by the way, but it wasn't your dream job. It wasn't what you aspired to do with your entire life. And you ended up basically homeless, right? So take them through where you were at the bottom and how you got there. You know, my goal was always to be, I wanted to be an actor and a comedian. That was my goal. So I kind of went to New York film school at like 23 years old. Um, ended up going to Los Angeles, California to be an actor comedian. And I was one of the I think only people to probably go out to be an actor comedian and not do one stand-up comedy show and not do one audition. Actually, I uh, kind of felt uh, fell into the partying stage uh, a little bit uh, and kind of got a little distracted. But uh, I'll tell you what, though, on the caddying front, caddying was one of the most amazing jobs that I've ever had in my life. Like, and I truly like, believe it or not, I, I miss it. It, you know, I was always, I was always like, you know, I, my, my father always stress the most important thing is, you know, getting up early and, and being the first one, the last one to leave, regardless of what you're doing. So even in the caddy yard, I would, I would, I would do that. You know, I would be there 5am. And when the guys didn't, I'd carry two golf bags, 
which uh, on 18 holes would be seven miles, I think. And when we're done, everybody wants to go home. I was like, let's go another round. Wow. Let's go another round. Um, but during that time, uh, I developed a somewhat of a drug problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I was doing cocaine like every day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, that's, that's why I could carry the golf bag so fast Ed. I was running around there the, on the golf course, uh, seeing every ball and whatnot. But, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and just, uh, you know, just didn't really, I, I just got comfortable because you were, you were at this place. I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to perform. I wanted to show my talent. Cause I knew I just had this edge and I couldn't really know what it was. I knew I had that voice that was catchy, but I also mm-hmm. offered something else that I just didn't know what it was yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I, 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 I mean, I don't even know where to go with this, but I was yep. just in a gotten comfort zone. You know, I got a comfort yep. zone of caddy. I'm making a little bit of cash, but God. But you, but by the way, a lot of people feel that way too. They feel like they got some kind of talent. They don't know how to express it. They don't know what it is. They got kind of this vision of, I think what they want their life to look like and usually your dream and it's true for you now too. I always say this to people, usually if your dream does happen, it doesn't show up looking exactly the way you thought it would look, you know, it gives you the (laughs) feeling you hoped you'd get from it, but it usually doesn't show up in the form or fashion that you think, but you're doing, you know, I know the story, but I want them to know this. Yeah. You're doing Coke. Yeah. You're caddying. Yeah. You kind of lost your way, but there was some, there was some, significant moments too right I mean was there a point where you were at your lowest during that time back in the day was there like a moment you're like this is yeah this is out of control yeah it gradually got to the point where it just became like all right you're spending more money on things you shouldn't be you're missing work time based on bad habits and then before you know it um which you obviously probably know already is you know I found myself my buddy goes hey I gotta move to Texas you don't have a place to live anymore I'm like fuck and now Mm -hmm. this member uh gave me a sean moran gave me a a car that i would drive to and fro to work and uh didn't have any money i had minus 700 dollars in my bank account after four years of caddying i hit rock absolute rock bottom so i remember the first night getting in that car driving where the fuck do i go Mm -hmm. and i had already used up a lot of my resources you know i'm pretty street smart i can figure stuff out but i would i used up a lot of my resources and I had nowhere to go. So it started right there that first night. Where the fuck do I go? I'm in my car. I drive around. I look for a nice neighborhood, park there, put a pillow in the back, blanket over me, go to bed. That's night one of three months. Oh, my God. Actually, two, yeah, two and a half months of sleeping in a car. And that is uh, no, you know, maybe I snuck an occasional night where I stayed at the buddies or something. But it got to a point, though that I didn't even want to stay at a buddy's. I wanted to continue. I don't know what it was in my head. I wanted to continue staying in that car. I don't know what it was. It became a comfort zone for me. Um, but yeah, I spent, at the end of the day, I slept in a car for two and a half months, trying to do it for uh, one day. It's, it's tough, two and a half months. Oh I had a membership gosh, at the YMCA. I had a membership at the YMCA, and I would, I would park in a nice neighborhood, I would wake up because you can't sleep in, Ed. When you're sleeping in a car, you can't sleep in. People are running around. There's garbage trucks going by. You can't sleep in, which actually somewhat worked to my benefit because I was at the club earlier. But go to the YMCA to shower, go to work. And caddying is very up-in-the-air business. If it rains, there's no work. Mm. If you're a lot of politics behind it, you know, there's a lot of family members in the caddy yard who bring other caddies out because they're family. So I was left there. I would go there sometimes. I'd show up at 5 in the morning. And it's a cash business. 
and I would leave at four in the afternoon with no work. Oh my and gosh. then I kind of fell. It just happened. Like it was like a two week period where I was up five till three in the afternoon and no work. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was nuts. I want you guys to picture something, by the way, dude, I, I did not know it was that long that you were home, that you were basically living in your car, but I want you guys to picture something because a lot of you have done this. You've chased your dream and failed. This guy moves out here. He's got all these aspirations and I, we're both from Boston area. So I know what it's like when you leave home to just having your family back there. And there's just, we're a little bit different people that live back there. We're really family oriented more than most. Right. And uh, it's 100%. a big move. Yeah. When you leave Boston and you come to LA, that's a major move. And he comes out here and it just gets out of control. And that's why, and that's why real quick, I think uh, my stress is, is it's so important to, you know, when I'm in LA, it still happens to me. If I feel myself coming out of that funk, yeah. it's okay to go back to your family and reset. It's okay to take a reset and a breather. It's not, you know, don't be ashamed of it. If you have to come home with a tail between your legs and be like, all right, I'm fucking up. Let's mm -hmm. reset and then let's go back. And that's, that's kind of, and I still have that happen to me. Happens every, know, once I, every I, three months. Yeah. I think, I think you just did it. And I want to, I will, I want to get to that point in a minute too. Cause there's stuff like as a friend, I want to ask you on camera about that, yeah. but I want you to picture something, everybody. Cause you, some of you don't know the end of the story. Cause he's in the middle of building this, this vision of his too. But this man goes from living, he's caddying. He's living in his car to just a few years later. He's so influential on social media that he can crash the PGA tours website. I want you to imagine this, guys. Like, you go from, even for you to hear this is probably pretty cool to step back for a minute. But you're about a dude living in his car, caddying, homeless, to just a few years later, he chased his dream and failed, to he's so influential in the space he's in that he can take down the PGA Tours website from, from time to time. Well, yesterday, he put a post that's got 8,500 comments on Instagram already. So while you're in the car, let's go to there for a minute because I think a lot of people are like, I'm not homeless, I'm not in my car, but I'm trending there or I feel it. Mm -hmm. Was there something that sent you back to Boston? Like, were you like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm heading, was there like a moment or did you just like go, I'm totally out of money, I gotta go? Yeah, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a moment, a big moment. Okay. I had uh, taken a line of crystal meth uh, by mistake. Or not by mistake. I don't even know if at that point I was so fucked up mm. and uh, did that. And I ended up for some reason I couldn't sleep, I guess, because when you do that, you can't sleep. So I was up for two days straight, not sleeping, tweaking out in my car. I had a flat tire. OK, wow. I couldn't even drive anymore. I got to the point where I had a flat tire. I was on the side of the road. It was right in Sherman Oaks. I was in that car. I was hallucinating in the middle of the night. I was thinking there was a prostitution ring and I don't know to this day, to this day, if this is a real thing or not, I swear to God. And I haven't told really many people this. I, I was parked there. I was sleeping. I was seeing things that weren't there. Wow. I thought there was cars coming behind me, parking their cars. There was girls getting out of their car, banging these guys. They drive away. I don't know to this day, Ed, if I was in the wrong place at the wrong time or hallucinating. So, wow. After that happened, now in my head, that happens for four hours in the middle of the night, probably between the hours of 1 and 5 a.m. So I, in my head, I'm like, this has just stopped. All right, it's my time to get out of here because they know where I am now. They know I'm here. They, you know, this Jeep is just sitting here, you know, and they had tinted windows, but I was hiding under a blanket like this for four hours shaking because I didn't know who the fuck was there doing this. So what I did was I started my car with a flat fucking tire. I drove down the road. And I took a left. As I take a left, to this day, I don't know if this is real or not. I look to my left, I see five cars speed right around the corner and follow me. So I step on the gas. 
I drive, I go to the gaslight, I pull into a CDS parking lot. I would die to get the surveillance tape if I could. I pull into a CVS parking lot. I am freaking the fuck out. I run out of the car. I run into CVS and I like screaming at the top of my lungs. Guys are chasing me. People are fucking chasing me, whatever. I run through the back of the store and I open up a door. All the alarms go off in CVS. And now the CVS employees are fucking going crazy. Like, what the fuck is going on here? They probably just think I'm a crack addict, you know, which I pretty much was at that point. Um, they're like, what's going on? I'm like, please call the cops. I saw something I shouldn't see. Like, you gotta, you gotta fucking get me out of here. I can't fucking do this. Like, all right, well, chill, chill, chill. We're calling the cops. They call the cops. Cops show up. I go outside and I'm looking around and I see a car in the corner right. And it has its windows down. And I see three guys in the car staring at me. Now the cops are talking to me and I'm looking over my shoulder. I see him. An ambulance pulls in. So the firefighter comes out and he's like, what, uh, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, listen, I know you guys think I'm crazy. People are fucking following me right now. Like I'm telling you, look in that car, go fucking over there right now and go look in that car. Somebody's following me. Firefighter's like, all right, all right relax, kid. I'm going to go check. Walks over. And I sit there. I'm like, all right, here we go. They're going to figure this out. This is... He comes back. He's like, dude, there's nobody in the car. I just looked. And I'm like, all right. They're like, what do we, uh, they're like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, get me out of here. I jump in the back of the ambulance. They bring me to the hospital. I pull into the hospital. I go in. They put me in the bed. I'm sitting there. And now I want to stay there forever. Like, I don't want to leave the hospital. I don't want them to discharge me. They're asking me all these questions. I can tell they're, you know. And so finally they discharge me. I walk out of the hospital. I take a left. I leave. And uh, I, I see another guy. And he's staring at me. And then I look to the left. I see another guy. He's staring at me. I look across the street. Another guy. I sprint. I almost got hit by cars. I run across the street. The cars are flying by on Sherman Oaks. I forget what road it is. I'm like Frogger. I'm dodging these cars, whatever. Finally, I call my buddy, Ernie Giapapas. I said, Ernie, you got to pick me up right now. There's people following me, whatever. Ernie comes there, picks me up. I jump in the backseat of his car in the fetal position and hide like this. Okay. And Ernie's side of the story is the pretty funny too. Uh, I go drive. He's like, where? Uh, and like just fucking drive. He's like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm bringing you home. Calling your parents. I'm calling your brother. You're going home. Like wow. you're not right. Drives me. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, just drop me off at the police station. Cause I'm like, you have to get my bag and stuff out of the car. So the police station is a safe place. He drops me off at the police station. I go Whoa. inside and I run right into the police station. I'm like, guys, I got to stay here for a minute. Somebody's following me, whatever. They're like, all right, chill out, chill out, chill out. Five minutes later, Ernie pulls in. I jump in the back of the car. We're off to the airport. I have an airplane ticket that my parents bought me. I show up at the airport. I am fucked up. I haven't slept in three days. I haven't showered in three days. I smell like shit. I go to the airport. I sit down. I go through security, and I finally am there. My flight to Boston, and I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I pass out. And something to this day, I don't know what the fuck it was, woke me up, and it said, uh, Robert Mennery, Robert Mennery, last call, uh, gates wow. are closing. And I was sitting right next to the gate. I was there an hour and a half early before the flight. Wow. Robert Mennery, Robert Mennery, gates are closing. I get on that plane. I sit in the plane. I remember people were looking at me like I you know, smelled like shit. Oh my people gosh. would smell, I haven't showered, whatever. Get in the plane and back to Boston, I go. Oh my gosh, brother. See, I have not heard that whole story. But, I've never way, told you... it to anybody yet. I just, I, 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 I've never told a story to anybody that deep. Thank you, bro, for sharing that. I, uh, the way you tell it too, I can picture it. I can see every one of those steps. It's hard for well, me. You know, I do consider myself a, a storyteller. Well, <laughs> you know, well yeah, that is part of your, but bro, like in all seriousness, like 
because I know where you are now, that's just, it's shocking. Like it's shocking to, and by the way, you still have some self-destructive qualities, which we'll talk about in a little bit too. But I, so. Can we, can we, can we skip that part? No, <laughs> well, I just think what you've already done has helped like millions of people, just so you know, because I've told people that's one of the most amazing stories, but I didn't know all of the backstory like this. And this is just like, so guys, if that's where Bob was, right? And you can think about where you are. Is there at least a shot for you to turn things around? There's got to be at least a shot, right? 20, so, 28 years old, 28 years old, write me off. I should have been dead. Write me off. No chance. Unbelievable, man. So now there's moments in life, right? Where like our lives change. By the way, dude, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this a long time. I've done, you know, hundreds of shows. I don't think I've probably been this speechless before where I'm like processing what you just said, even though I knew a little of it. It's actually really, really amazing for me because of just where you are now. But so you get back to Boston. Fires me. It fucking fires me up. Yeah. It should. It should broke because it gives everyone in, on this planet hope. But so you get back, and I know there's this part of the story at least where you're on the couch and something happens. But like, can you? Do you just? Do you go back there and just kind of get cleaned up? Like you just got home and you different crowds, so you stop using stuff. Or what happened when you got back? Oh, it was. It was great. It was great. Show up at the door. Knock on the door. Mom and dad, I'm home. 28 years old. They just downsized to a two bedroom small apartment. They were thrilled to have their 28 year old son come home. Wow. And uh, walk in the door. And four days go by of me just kind of like detoxing, I guess, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how fast, and I don't know if you want me to rush yeah. a little bit, this is how fast it kind of happened. Okay, my, buddy goes, my buddy goes, uh, my brother-in-law picks me up finally. He said, uh, I'm going to pick you up at 11 o'clock. We got to get you a job. I'm like, all right, fuck. All right, here we go. I get in the car. We drive to Leary's Liquor Store. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, he goes, I he goes, I want you to go in there, and I want you to go apply for a job at Leary's Liquor Store. And I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to work at Leary's. All right, fine. I'll go in there. I walked into Leary's Liquor Store. I said, uh, so embarrassed, like, so nervous because I was so, you know, just it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. I said, uh, you guys hiring? Like, oh, well, here's an application. Like, what's your name? Like, uh, Bob Mentory. Uh, uh, and obviously, like, I, I, for some reason, turned on my voice. I thought that might help. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, you know? grabbed the application uh got back in the car to joe's and my brother-in-law and he goes how'd it go i go well, i get the application i'll fill it out whatever he brings me home i get a call from my buddy mike constantino youtube rapper uh, rapper he said bob what's going on i said mike what's going on how you doing he said do you want to be can you do me a favor can you be an extra in my music video i'm like fuck yeah i'm an actor i can do this i got this what do you need me to do? He's like, well, well you're just going to stand way in the back and you're just going to rage. You're perfect for this part. So I show up. We shoot the fucking music video. It's actually pretty good. And then 2 a.m. comes along. And this is the moment that changed my life. Uh, I walk into a room and what I always did real quick, which is important to the story, Ed, is with my voice, I would always go out. If I went out to a bar or anywhere with my friends, I wouldn't sit with them for more than five minutes. I would run up to a random group of table. I just ran up to a random group of table and go, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers here on ESPN tonight. It is NFL Sunday. And I would just see their reactions. And I would do this all night. 
Hmm. And uh, some people would uh, love it, and some people would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid?" But when they did ask me what I uh, when they did ask me what I did for a living, I did pretend. I said I was like the Jacksonville Jaguars play-by-play guy. But I always that's just a big. I, I always used to touch dick, and you know it never went anywhere. Right. It never went anywhere. But that night it did. I walk into a room, and I sit down. And uh, the man to my left didn't know him before, but I will never forget his name, David Justin. He's with his girlfriend. What does Bob do? He pulls out the voice. Mm-hmm. And guess what does Dave do? He pulls out the camera. Mm-hmm. And he records. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. I go to bed. All of a sudden, the next morning, it's like, bling, 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 bling. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Who died? Did I get the job at Larry's? What's going on here? Right. And uh, I, I, w- I witnessed firsthand kind of what it was like to go uh, just viral in an instant mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And so he posted the video on his social media or did he tag you or what happened? David did me. I, I owe David for life. What David did is David was like, you know, this kid is fucking talented. I'm going to do everything I can to try and be, have him be seen by whoever, whatever. Hey guys, one of the things I've talked about so many times on this show is the importance of surrounding yourself with a talented, diverse group of people. I've never believed in the term self-made anything. And I've certainly not become self-made. I'm team-made. And one of the things I look for certainly is to surround myself with people that are better than me in certain areas that are diverse. And I also look for resilience. You know, I looked up that definition. Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's as crucial in business as it is in your health. And if you're in charge of hiring, it ought to be in every single job description. And so whether you're ready to make your next important hire or you need some hiring tips, Indeed is here to help you. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts, which is cool. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be about three and a half times more likely to result in a hire than if you don't have sponsored jobs. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need to get the better people around you, just like they have for over 3 million different businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates that you'll see fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MyLet, which is M-Y-L-E-T-T. This is their best offer available anywhere I got for you. So go right now to indeed.com slash my let terms and conditions apply. And this offer is valid through September 30. So he called up bro Bible and uh, Brandon mm. uh, was one of the first guys hats off to bro Bible for literally uh, starting my life. And David, uh, they blasted out there and they put it out there and they, with the headline of why isn't this guy a sports caster? And uh, what happened was I think story, I did a deal with Storyful for like $500 or something and sold my life away for them to like blast on all different media outlets. Yep. And, uh, and at the time, like, I'm like negotiating with these people. I'm like, why am I negotiating? I'm nothing. What am I doing? I'm nothing. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it for 500. And they blasted it out there and USA Today picked it up all these different outlets. And it was like, why is this guy a sports announcer? And I uh, got picked up. Brother, that is, oh, guys, come on. Like anything is possible. I'm, not, I'm trying to like overcook it, the, you know, the meal here, but like that's yeah, but that is rem- luck. That, that, this is why, this is the, this is the thing though. It, it was lucky, but I truthfully say this, even at my lowest points, I knew my talent 
and going back to always going out and performing it, even if it wasn't under the perfect circumstance of being on stage or whatever, yeah. I would go out four hours a night and just use that voice and just see what people reacted to it. Yeah, you underestimate, you, under, you, uh, you do this all the time. You undervalue stuff you're great at. Here's the deal. You, you said earlier, well, I never did any shows. I never did any stand-up. Actually, you did thousands. They were just all not paid. So over and over and over again, when you're going to these tables, see, luck is where like preparation meets opportunity. And what happened there was all this preparation you had done over and over and over again, not consciously, you just had a gift and a talent and something you worked at. And finally, the opportunity presented itself. And what most people do is they have all this preparation. And because the opportunity doesn't reveal itself, they eventually quit on it. And at the lowest point in this dude's life, I mean, he's just, he's just practically running through CVS, setting off alarms, thinking he's being followed after he's done crystal meth. And guys, ends up going viral and has his moment. And by the way, all of you, no matter what the business is, the moment, there's a viral aspect to success. There's most people who have success. I don't care if it's A-Rod or, you know, guys you and I know like Gary V or, you know, Scooter Braun, whoever it is. People that, you know, you and I. Scooter you know, Braun, we, we, we prank him all the time, by the way. Scooter, I prank FaceTime Scooter Braun all the time. Just want to I see that there. on your social, by the way. He's a, I he and I have Scooter. become neighbors somewhere, but I'm not going to say where. But, but my point is that most people that have had success, there's some moment where their preparation and opportunity converged, and there's like a 90-day window where they go, that was a big leap for me in my life. And that was Bob's. So I want to ask you about your social. Because, guys, one thing about Bob, if you go over there, by the way, you're hearing Bob talk. His content is not for every single ear in the world. There's, it's colorful for those of you that know what I mean when I say that. But it's hilarious. It's, it's, I fine. Can't, it's fine. It's fine. I, you know, but I, I can't go to a golf course, bro, I, I, or anywhere sports-related where if someone finds out I know you, I mean, it, it doesn't matter who I know. I'm telling you, that when I come up with a Bob Menery, I know Bob Menery deal, people go nuts over this guy, just so you all know. His content for all yeah, ages, people I, go ballistic. Yeah, I, I, you know what I think I do a good job at, and, and to go back a little bit, backpedal on the story hair is, you know, after just, you know, going in that, that little viral moment, it was like, all right, what do you do from there? Uh, you know, I didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, once you have a viral moment, what do you do? You don't want it to die. And it was like, you know, so I just did like, I did another video. That was it. I just put another video out, same kind of concept. And I remember like literally hitting, I think like 10,000 followers. And I was like, mm. I'm on to something. I'm like, I got it. I just felt it. My whole body shifted. And I said, I fucking got this. I don't know mm. what it is. My mm. parents almost sent me to a mental institution because meanwhile, I'm in the next bedroom that is so close being like, Vinatieri's dick falls off. You know, like <laughs> the dumbest shit screaming at 20. They're like, we need to check Bobby into a mental institution. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I saw it. And then. It was weird. It was like that switch, all that addictive personality that was channeled in those areas, just hyper focused into what I was meant to do. And it was, uh, it was, it, it was, it's pretty cool. But you just on something. I want to go, I want to stay know, on there. I want to stay on there. Stay there. Yeah, go, go. Cause you just said something that I think is true. And because you do have an addictive personality. So do I. So do most people that I know that are successful. But for once, you pointed it at something productive, right? So, would you agree that you have that kind of obsessive, addictive, over-the-top personality? And that's one of the reasons why, like, your social's taken off. Because what I want to do now is I want to start to talk about the elements of what's made your social work, things you think you could impart onto other people. Because a lot of people have grown on social media. Almost no one's yeah. grown as virally as Bob and sustained it. So, you know, of course, there are people, you know, uh, Kim Kardashian has more followers than Bob and I do. But Kim has a television show. She's got other things that drive that social. Bob's driven it through social. So there's keys there. That phone right there. Yeah. 
I've never used a laptop in my life. So I've never used a laptop. What do you think has been the key? And by the way, you're about 2.7 real followers that follow this dude. What are some, if you were talking to someone right now, says, I'm trying to kind of get my stuff going. One thing I see that you do, like you document real things in your life, even if they're embarrassing, awkward, strange, weird. Like, I feel like I know you, even though I do know you. But if I didn't, I feel like I would know you if I followed you, which builds some sort of brand or loyalty. Do you do that on purpose or is it just... Do you think that's true? I don't know. I think that's an inst- I think that's an instinct. I think it's just an instinct that I have that makes me good at that. But I think what I was very good at in the beginning and growing this was, uh, you know, just well, first and foremost, if you're trying to build anything and you're kind of beginning the ground up, every fucking person matters. So you are responding to every single person that sends you a message. You are checking in how their day is. You are, and I still do it. Like I literally still do it. Um, I remember, you know, I had that product, right? So I just said, okay, this is what I'm good at, right? This is what I'm good at. This sports voice doing voiceovers with these things in sports okay so the atlanta falcons fan page eleven thousand followers when i had ten thousand let's hit them up let's see if we can do a matt ryan play-by-play and have them post it and let's gain 200 followers from them called up and it's actually fucking hilarious dude i call this i, I talk to this kid on instagram and i'm like hey man i have this clip that i think is great do you mind posting he's like give me a call so i'm expecting to talk to this like old guy Picks up the phone. He's like, hello? I'm like, huh? The fuck is this? I'm like, hello, uh, this is uh, Bob Mennery. How you doing? He's like, hey, man, how you doing? It's like this kid. He's like nine years old. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, hey, uh, so what do you think? You think you could do this, like put this Matt Ryan uh, video up? I got this like little chick I do and whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, I saw it. I'm just I'm not that impressed. I just I don't think it's going to go well on my page. I'm like, all right. You know, but I would hit up the Green Bay Packers fan page. I would hit up the, you know, the other fan page. I just keep hitting up all different areas that i knew had shared the same genre mm. now i have a very unique thing that i do that not a lot of people do so it's i found my the the, the sweet spot that you know I, I don't know i really know how to explain it but you know i at the end of the day i was i was the the most important important quality my father ever gave me and i think which makes me i guess if you want to say likable of course people don't like it, but a likable person there is you know always play the underdog you know, like that, that was the best advice my dad ever gave me. Just always play the underdog. People Dude, cheer for the underdog. You, you and, do do that and, well. And, that and your was dad's the also best advice. Your dad, that's a great advice. Your dad's also a performer too, which I assume some of that rubbed off on you. You know, my, some of your, my favorite videos oh, are yeah. when you're showing your dad singing. I love, that's how much I actually watch. Yeah, if, I, if I hear, if I hear summer wind one more time, I'm going to jump out the window. But yeah, <laughs> his dad does some of the best like Sinatra stuff of all time. But so I want to stay on your social stuff just for a second. Um, so you're documenting what you do, you know, when you're posting and a lot of it is stuff that I don't know that a lot of people would do. So, you know, how did you get, how did you get the Buffalo Wild Wings deal? Because Bob is the voice of Buffalo Wild Wings, at least as the time we're recording here. How did that come up? Because, you know, your content doesn't necessarily flow over to that genre to me, or is that just, they heard your voice and wanted you? Did you apply? How did that work? Um, I think. That what happened was I think Mitch, who was my former manager, I worked yep. with, was great. Who works with Richard it. Sherman and a bunch of other guys, uh, uh, great dude. And uh, he through the Martin agency, I think, connected through B Dubs, um, and uh, you know they just sent me some voiceovers to do, and I read them, and I think I I think I pitched him pretty hard too. I think I just kind of called somebody and said how bad I want it, and just kind of where I think I'm going and where I think the world's going and why this bar stool area is kind of working and mm-hmm. that, you know, they were afraid of like, you know, the whole thing, the Ripper Magoo brand and what it's associated with and whatnot. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just know a lot of guys read for that 
you know, like Rich Eyes. And there was a lot of people that I guess I beat out for that, which is uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, they've been fucking amazing partners. B Dubs is great. They've been the one brand, major brand. It was cool going like, you know, that was a one big brand that took a chance on me that said, which, hey, let's let's take a chance on Bob. And you know, it's yeah. What's what's the um as you're thinking, I'm thinking through your career. By the way, we're on Zoom, guys, so we're we're a little delayed when we're talking here, but I'm thinking through your you know, your rise here, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, millions of people. He's on Spade show from time to time. So he's got he's crossed over in some mainstream stuff that he's doing too. But what's the biggest mistake you've made the last year or two? If you had to say, hey, this is the stuff, if you're a rising entrepreneur or entertainer or whatever and you finally get your moment here's a mistake i made what would it be mistake i've made has been just a hair too paranoid at times uh i think that have kind of prohibited me from doing a couple extra deals um other mistakes i've made is you know i believe that we could have a lot more infrastructure and and behind what we're doing Mm -hmm. um i think that i'm somebody who likes to just have my hands on everything that i'm doing but it comes to a point where you're not gonna be able to scale up if you're just doing it all yourself so um you know in a sense letting go a little bit giving some of it away Mm -hmm. and bringing in somebody who can kind of put this together and say because i'm in the fucking my mind is just zing 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 and i'm great at it Mm -hmm. but where i lack and where i make my mistakes is the organization the infrastructure and 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 that so that's what i'm trying to get better at day by day Mm-hmm. is to kind of slow down and and but the hard thing is too you know when you come to a point it's like there's a lot of people in your ears a lot of people chirping you and it comes to a point where you get a little bit like nervous who do i trust who do i not trust and mm-hmm. and that's my biggest thing is sometimes i'm a hair too paranoid but it's also benefited me too because i've turned down some things that uh, you know i i could have taken yeah that i was a little paranoid and ended up paying off you know times whatever you know what i think i think in bit like in in entertainment or business as an entrepreneur there's two types of people there's the artist type and the scientist type and you need to know which one you are and if you're the artist type meaning you're creative and you have ideas and you're you know you've got these sort of exterior talents you need to have some scientists around you and if you're a scientific type entrepreneur don't you think if you're a scientific entrepreneur you need creative Mm -hmm. people around you and the mistake people make is they often hire i just did a program on diversity on this they hire someone like them because we like people like us. So artists hire more artists instead of really good scientific people around them. So that's just one thing Nailed for you. It. You agree? Nail on the head. Nail on the head. Yeah, it's the exact same situation we're kind of going through right now is is that. And, you know, just figuring people in different realms that are experts in this, 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 and just finding the right people to surround yourself with. But again, it does come back to, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to do that. You know, it's it's hard to figure who the right partners are because – you know, this is a fucking cutthroat world. It's, it's, you don't know who to trust, you know? So you, yeah. you it's, it's a little bit of a lot of risk behind it, you know? Yeah. I've heard, um, but, I know that. You know, I I've kind of lo- lo- up a little bit. Yeah. I remember even when you were looking Cut. at your podcast deal and you and I were talking about that, I felt like you were concerned yeah, about not, getting not hosed. Go there, but yeah. Yeah. You're concerned about that, but I know, I know there's been some issues there and Bob has an unbelievable podcast, you guys, that you all need to be listening to. But there's one thing I want to talk about social just for a second, then we'll shift, go to a couple things towards the end. Because the story on its own is just so unreal. Do you worry it's going to go away? Absolutely not. You do not? No. Meaning you don't spend any time in anxiety or fear? No. I am more than confident uh, that I am able to... What I'm afraid will go away is the shtick that I do will would get old, right? Like that same shtick that I do will get old, right? Uh, That's that's fine, but... um, so how do we how do we 
pivot that. And, you know, I, I will say right now that I think that I am potentially building and have this idea that I'm not even afraid to talk about, but that I think is going to revolutionize the way that we watch sports. And I think that we are going to layer what is one of the biggest booming businesses on planet earth right now is the sports gambling market. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into it cause I'm just really, I'll talk your ear off forever on it. And, uh, give us one little insight. Really what do you mean? Give us, of anybody's... give us one layer I mean, look, without I... giving it all away. I don't even care if I give it away. No, if I'll do it better. I, I, you know, I've said the people in the room are probably so sick of hearing it, but, uh, you know, I think that you have one way of watching football right now, right? You have Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's like, I take what I'm good at. All right. Let's just have an alternative way to watch football. Now you have Bob at the forefront of it, a man who can, cause here's the deal. If I announced a whole entire football game, right. And I did it the way that you see on my social clips, it would, that's so old. It would die. People care too much about football, but I do have the ability, and this is where my talent does come into hand, to be able to call a whole game like you would see on TV. I know I can do it. But what I want to do is have a little teeny bit of the comedic element, no rules and whatnot, and I want to rotate in because everybody's always like Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Uh, Who would be a better color commentator for Joe Buck? This guy, this guy. Well, fuck it. Let's bring in four guys. Bob Mannery, Steph Curry, quarter one. Bob Mannery, just be now, how can we do that, though? How can we use the NFL product? How can we get the license to do that? Right. Well, Scooter Braun came to me a year ago and said, hey, Twitch just acquired a deal with the NFL for Thursday Night Football. I said, perfect. So I spent $30,000 building this fucking product with a green screen and all this different shit where I was at the bottom of the corner of the screen mm. and uh, all this hoopla and whatnot. Uh, and it just didn't go anywhere. And uh, it just died in six months, whatever, lost $30,000. Then one day I was kind of on one of my benders, which you see, I was up for like 36 hours and it was like four in the morning and it just hit me. I thought more about it and and I thought about the gambling world and I said, how cool would it be to have, you know, a guy live in my ear, you know, uh, giving me live update odds and there's a countdown clock on the screen. It's second and 17. Now we can, we can commentate the game, but it's all kind of revolved heavily around gambling. That's awesome. See, I wanted people to hear how your mind thinks and how deals come together and how you pivot. And that's why I wanted to have that part of the show in there today. Um, I want to talk about one of these benders. How many story posts do you do a day on average? Oh, anywhere from uh, zero to 6,000. No, <laughs> like, but I, I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason. There's no and rhyme there is, or reason. No, but you, this is where another thing. No, yeah. I'll tell you the God's honest truth. I'll just be completely honest with you. I mean, it's not, this is, is what it is. It's plain and simple. I could get better at setting, you know, knowing the peak times and all that mm, and doing I don't it, know but that that's just my style. I, I just don't give a fuck. I just will post something. up. If I see it, I'll look at a clip like Aaron will send me a bunch of clips. I'll just scroll through and I'm like, hey, I can work with that. And I'll go in the other room and I'll just rip it. You know, I have no schedule. And then with the stories, what I try and do though, is I want to, it's like, I, I visualize myself as like the Truman show. I want to show people what I'm going through every single day without the re- like you said before, the real shit and the bad yep. shit, whatever it is. I want to show exactly what's going on in my life. That's really like good acknowledging the Truman Show. The Truman Show. I like that. And guys, he's again, he's not he's not organized. But if you go back and you look at his social and you start following <laughs> him, he posts almost every single day, uh, multiple times a day. And then on his story, he posts quite often. And the reason that I know that is because his bubble comes to the front of my screen every freaking time he does it because I click on him so often. 
And so he doesn't give himself enough credit. But I want to go to these benders last. You, why do you, you? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you? Cl- why do you click on me? Why do you click on me? I'm just curious about why. I you think the Truman Show is a pretty good analogy. Well, okay, I'll tell you why. I'll give you a few reasons because you've given these keys. One, you are an underdog, and I root for you. So I. I do root for Bob. Maybe it's because we're both Boston boys and, you know, we, I don't know. But am, am I found Bob through my son. Um, so I think I root for you. Uh, two, your stuff is the Truman Show. It's like my own life is pretty predictable and regimented, and I'm this disciplined dude, as you know. And when I watch you, it's a totally different experience. And I kind of – I know when he's on a bender. I know when he's gambling with Timmy Bounce Back. You know, like I know – I know his content. Best, it's inter- it's, it's in- entertaining and interesting to me. And he documents it well. Even like when you golf, you know, you, you, you shoot it. You're an artist, bro. Like when he's on the golf course, I shoot stuff. I'm like, hey, I just made a birdie. Bye. Yours is like, this putts for par. If he misses it, it's six by. It's like, it's a show. And he's yeah, I am definitely of- putting a lot of thought. I am putting a lot of thought behind the stories more than the main post too. But like, it, I do actually put a lot more effort into that. Like, and that's one thing I do give myself credit for is I, I do put a lot of effort into trying to make a storyline from start to finish mm-hmm. and then never knowing what's going to happen the next day. What do you think as a person who follows my shit? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think from what you could see? What could I do better? What do you think I could do better? Um, wow. That's a great question. Cause I, you're, you know, you're one of my top five follows on social. What could you do better? Um, I think you could do better. I don't know. I, I be honest with you, I, I can't think of something right away. I think uh, maybe once in a while tackling an issue like you just did. You just uh, – something more really relevant in the time. Like you just did the deal yesterday on, um, you know, the Milwaukee shooting in the NBA. Boy. The NBA shut down. Like your engagement went through the roof. Yeah. It's a test of sort of uh, yeah. your reach. Maybe once in a while something that's like, hey, man, I don't usually talk about these things, but – Maybe a little bit more of that. Yeah, I, I just guess. did the bullying thing. Stop bullying. No, I know. And I, I just and did I, it. I loved that. And, and which I'm, I'm very like, against, which I think is that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I get so fucking mad at that is the bullying thing. I don't know what it is. It just drives me through a fucking roof. If you, I don't know what it is. I, I was never really bullied in, in mm-hmm. school or anything, but I just think it's the lowest of all fucking lows. And that's why I just, if I can do anything to, because uh, I don't know if you want to call me an influencer. I don't know if I'm the best influence on the planet here. But there's one thing best I would want to get across to the younger people that follow me is that it's just not cool to do that. And if you see somebody getting fucking bullied in school, and step up and fucking do something about it. You know. Amen. No, I and agree with you. One of the reasons that it, way, yeah. One of the reasons it bothers you, and it's one of the reasons you've done well, is you're a good person, bro. Like I'm not being hokey or anything. Like I think most people that follow you sense there's a goodness there, you know, and that your humor isn't mean. It's uh, it's funny. You know, it's funny. It's not at the expense all the time of other people. Okay, I want to ask you this lastly, so stay with me. I, you talk about these benders, and I'm going to tell you what I – so this is like live, everyone listening in on me and you. When I watch you, uh, the guys I know that I've coached over the years, people have patterns. Human beings have patterns. And one of those patterns can often be that when they get to a certain point, they destruct a little bit. When they get to a certain point, they destruct a little bit. When I watch you, because I do care about you, I sometimes think, man, he's gone, he goes pretty deep on this partying thing still. And because he's got this history where it kind of derailed him once, I just concern myself about that. And that was a weird thing to cover on a podcast, but I just want to, I want everyone listening. I love it. I love it. I, I, I bet you that the people in that room that are around you are like, hey, I'm glad someone's saying this crap to him. So do you feel like 
that's also something you need to keep an eye on because that's a, been a pattern in your life. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. There's two things. Uh, I first, I, my my brand that you know where we sell all our T-shirts and all our mm-hmm. things is revolved around partying. Yes, we show the work hard, play hard type thing. Yep. I'm also an amazing method actor for my days of acting. So I'm actually never drunk. I've actually been sober my whole life. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, you know, look at, yeah, there's times where I could absolutely slow it down. But again, it is that fine balance. It's like, all right, let's take three weeks off and go like chill on a beach. My numbers go way down. But when I do the stuff with Timmy and we're having fun and partying, my numbers are through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. So in my head, it's that constant battle is like, all right, w- this is our brand. At the end of the day, our brand is to, I wish I could say though, this is the one thing I wish I could say is that I did fake it more, <laughs> that I did fake the whole party stuff more, mm-hmm. but I don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I go all in. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's our, that's our brand, you know, uh, Rip and Magoo's partying, uh, zapped, it's, you know, zapped is our podcast. That means hammered, drunk. So it's, that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do. I just, you know, it becomes boring if I think. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying for everyone listening to this, because we all have that dude in our life. Who's that dude we want to be around. Who's the guy that keeps it, you know, he's the life, right? So it's just moderation and be careful. When I watch you, I'm like, only thing I could do could derail this dude is that he starts going too hard on uh, the excuse of this is his brand. That's my concern for you is that you keep things between the lines. And by the way, lines is probably not the right phraseology based on what you told us in the beginning. But all I worry about is people's patterns. And as I watch people climb in life, I watch this happen all the time. They start to turn the air conditioner on in their life and cool it back down again every time they get on a run. So I just want to make sure for you. But I understand that is it's this, part is of your this, brand. Is this, a inter- is this a secret intervention here, Ed? Are your you entire team texted me before the call. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that Aaron. I, Aaron said of this intervention. This is No, no, no. This is for my whole audience, and I'm saying this as an example with you, is that, look, here's one of the things that I think is a clue to success. is not, here's all the things I do well, and then I think everyone should ask themselves the question, what could take me out? What could take me out? Is it that I'm not talented enough? Is it the market could change? Is it that I'm lazy? Is it that I don't have a good team around me? Is it um, uh, my pricing? Is it my personal behavior, right? Is it those things? And when I look at you, I'm like, talent through the roof, unbelievable networker, good man, pretty damn hardworking when he's on it, innovative, got the connections, has this unique thing. For me, I already know what it is with you is can this dude continue to have this brand at the same time, keep his stuff together as he ages, as he gets to 35 and 40 and all this other stuff. And so for you, that's why I asked you that. That's why I pointed out. And it's why I wanted it. Well, I think, uh, well, I think the answer to that question is, yeah. And it, that's a good point because you're right. You know, it's like anything else. So what do we have to do to, how do we fix that? Then? Mm-hmm. How do we avoid that? What you just said. And I think the way we avoid that is, is by layering talent underneath me that, you know, we start going out and branching off and putting talent underneath us that can go out and do the partying stuff where Bob kind of steps behind the scenes as he gets older, because guess what? Nobody's going to want to watch me at 45 years old getting fucked up. Right. (laughs) Right. It's the same kind of model that, you know, as, as much as what, you know, David Portnoy and I had that little thing, you know, David's done such a great job with Barstool and doing that is he's found a way to, he started that thing with fucking t-shirts and his fucking Boston apartment and yeah. turn it into, you know, he's got the big cat. He's got 20 podcasts. He's got whatever. It's like, he's just, he took a step back and that's eventually where we want to go. Perfect um, example, so that's, that's by the my way. Best answer. That's my best answer to that question. By the way, that's a great answer and a great example too. Really, really good. Last question. 
for everyone listening to this that is in that spot, man, like they're back where, by the way, this is a sign of Bob Menery most people have never seen before, which I love. But for everybody who's in that spot. I never did this. I know. And I love that you did it, man. It's going to, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I knew, maybe anything, you're the man. Yeah. And I knew it would, I knew it would be this great. That's why I've wanted to do it for so long. But for people that are at that spot, they're down. Maybe they're not homeless in their car or they're, you know, they're paranoid running through CVS and barely make the flight back and haven't showered in three days, which is an extreme example. But in their way, they're like, man, I'm, I'm down. You know, I chased something. It didn't work out. I had a marriage didn't work out. A business didn't work out. A job didn't work out. And I want to turn this thing around. This dude turned it around. What would you say to him? Any message to them? Advice? Uh, so they're hope, at a low anything. point. They're they're at a low point in their life right now. Uh, yeah. What I would say is okay. I would start by getting up at five in the morning every morning, starting tomorrow. I think just getting up at five in the morning depends. Obviously, your situation it varies though. I mean, do you have three kids? Are you single? Are you married? Whatever. Mm-hmm. For somebody in my kind of you know, single dude, you know, you're up at five in the morning, every fucking morning, and you're going out and you're not afraid to talk to every single person that you meet, no matter where they are, where they're standing and just being a sponge and gathering information, understanding and picking what an end goal would be for you, like what your ultimate goal is, I think at the end of the day, and then finding a way to use the people that you talk to every single day that you're picking their brains and being a sponge and finding a way through six degrees of separation to kind of figure who the right people are to get you there and then really go to those people and and really look them in the eye and tell them how bad you fucking want it and it'll and that's it like you know you just look somebody in the eye and you say like i did the other day okay i said i I just fucking want this i want this more than anybody you know and uh you you can't fake that shit and it comes because the hardest part is starting anything it's the hardest thing in the world once you start once you get a little momentum and whatnot um then sky's the limit i'm so proud of you bob this was so good today I knew this was going to come out. I just want to, I just want to be as I just want to be as rich as you. That's it. Well, yeah. That's it. Stick with me. I just we'll want to be as there. rich as you. We'll get there, brother. I uh, I love you, dude. And um, I know the whole world's like this. You've been but- there with me in the beginning, and you. And I want to say real quick. I want to cut you off. I, I want to say that I do appreciate everything you've done for me because you've been with me in the beginning, and uh, you have given me some pretty sound advice and always been there, you know. And I'll tell you that. Credit to Gary. Everybody's like, oh, Gary V, Ed Milets, all these guys, they all full of shit or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. believe it or not, they fucking check in me more than they should, you know. And it's uh, <laughs> it, it, and and where I when I was when I offered no value, and you guys are never looking for value, which is great about it. Which is you guys are just looking to pass a good message on and inspire people. Is what, uh, what I admire, and actually I learned that from people like you, and that's what I try and do as well. I try and pass off as much good energy and as much of what i've learned to other people and so Dude, you, you, have, you really did that today that, so yeah you, you you really did that today who'd have known that when you're sitting in that car there we've dude, just been or, blowing each other this whole entire time and no no it's I'm out, I, you're right but like i mean it and i i feel really strongly i dude i do this as you know like my whole deal is i just want to really help people and when i'm in the midst of doing that with somebody i'm grateful for it and i know when we're doing it on this show and i know when maybe when we did it a little bit and we did it a lot today. So thank you. Hey, guys. Yeah, this is, this is great. It was awesome, man. Follow Bob on Instagram. You'll get everything from there that you need. And uh, follow his podcast as well. And then for me, remember this. Every day on Instagram, I run the Max Out 2-Minute Drill. I post on Instagram every morning, unlike Bob, at 7.30 Pacific time. Same time every day, five days a week. And uh, when I post, if you make a comment in the first two minutes, you're in a drawing. If you miss the first two minutes, just make a comment on all five posts all week at any time you want. And if you reply to other people's comments, it increases. Can I chance. win? You, dude, you've commented before. I don't think we picked you as a winner, but get you, you're not there enough, no. consistently enough. But if you do, I'm going to turn on you. Know, and I think, hey, guess what? I'm going to turn off. I'm going to turn on your post notifications. 
boom. See how he just did that, everybody? So turn your notifications on, and you can win a trip with me, fly in the jet, come to one of these houses Bob's talking about. I'll coach you, my book, Max Out Gear, all kinds of amazing things happen on Instagram on my Max Out 2-Minute Drill. Bob, thank you. Everybody else, God bless you, and continue to max out. Ed Milet. Ed is a good friend of mine. He's an entrepreneur, businessman. You see him uh, maxed out podcast uh, on Apple, iTunes, all different things. You can follow Ed on Instagram, Facebook. He's dialed in everywhere, I believe. I don't know if he's on TikTok yet, but uh, we'll get into that because we're going to bring him back on the show at some point uh, and uh, hear his story. And uh, as we kind of shift this podcast, having more guests that are not just, uh, you know, shoot for the stars, but we'll also have those people on there mixed in. But uh, that's just such a subtle slap to Ed Milet. <laughs> Ed, I'm just looking at my guys as I'm saying this. That is such a slap to you. I'm like, you know, we're going to be shooting for the stars more. But until then, we have Ed Milet. But no, that's not the case. Ed is in his lane, one of the best at what he does. And uh, just uh, go check him out on all social media platforms. That's fucking hilarious. Ah, oh, God, I'm nuts. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to get my uh, tissues here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Tough one, Beautiful right? story. I mean, you know, uh, you know. No, I don't know. I just, I never told it. I actually focused for once in an interview, and actually, that was it. I sat down and talked because Ed's very good at like that's what these guys are good at. I don't know, fucking guys. Mind like, control. You, mind. They're fucking wizards. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll back my previous comment. I think that was a good interview. So, I'm and glad, I'm gonna bring Ed on again. Glad we put it in. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I kind of want to question like those guys. Like, have you ever seen Jason Capel? Whoa, 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 that's your role. You want to question my guests? But yeah. Well, no, I want to be like, dude. Like, what about the people? Because there's people out there that say, oh, these guys are full of shit. You know what I mean? These motivational speakers, like they just sell like confidence. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done enough. He, that guy's work. kind of intimidating, though. I will tell you. He will fuck I don't you know up. Why. The guy he is like, built like a house. Dude, he dude. looks like Liv Schreiber. Dude, he will fuck you and up. Wolverine. He looks like Liv Schreiber missed the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, he isn't intimidating. When he, he will got. fuck you up. Yeah, no, I'm like not. Gary V, you're gonna lose two in no, five Gary rounds. No, Gary V, I could. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Actually, I'm out. But yo, I do wanna. Uh, to my own horn here. I did say the, the Heat would be the dark horse in the East. Here they are, up 3-0 on the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I don't know what else to say besides was, listen to my NBA takes. What was it like? Uh, so when you guys, because you guys did your own episode prior. Yeah, we did. All right, so that's the thing. And I'm calling you out. It's for somebody who knows. Who made the comment that I got a lot of shit for here about the NBA? Oh, Scotty. Oh, Scotty. Right, yeah, but it. I mean. Well, I was hoping you said Aaron. Never mind. Scott, you're No, no, no. I but mean, I mean. An expert over here. Honestly, I was just making sure our audience was engaged and listening to the episode. So I wanted to make sure when I said Damian Lillard has never won a playoff series, they were just listening to what no, that's we were true. putting out. You believed that. By the way, no, great job of the merch. I really am looking at it right now. Those shorts are fucking why don't Thank I you. have a pair of those shorts, guys? Well, I asked you, and you—you uh, you no, I said give me all of everything. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm. That know, hoodie's sick. I do like our merch, Scott. It's amazing how you've progressed. Thank you. In in the merch game, it's just really, really amazing to watch. Appreciate that. And that. I actually sit back and I can't even say anything to people. You know what? I That's think, why I don't rag on Scott. You see I that? think you deserve more credit for the merch somehow. Oh, I like this conversation too, though, Aaron. Please don't give Scott too much credit. I mean, I mean you're the marketing I'm genius. I'm literally the mastermind. I will tell you this: to no, but no, no, no. Oh, of course, like Scott, I am the marketing genius. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying right. to say. I am the marketing genius, but Why I will give Scott, credit? and I will give you credit too because you're working hard with that stuff too. But uh, Aaron gets no credit. Hold on, okay, that's fine with me. But anyways, the I'm saying I like like I'm looking at this right now and I love this. But I, I see his matching green shorts, the yes. Rick yellow logo. I see the matching hat. It's just great. I'm gonna and be. The I just see him trending in the right direction. Scott is gonna be a yeah. merch genius. And if anybody hasn't done any, they want to do a merch deal with, with us potentially in the future. DMS Wilson ninety nine. We are not allowed to plug him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> S Wilson ninety nine. S Wilson ninety nine. S Wilson. See, we want to do is you want to keep everybody in you know, like below the radar and not make them too. You know, I don't I want know. Scott to be a hot well, commodity I, here. I, 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 I fucking Michael head, Rubin. I, 
I do want to say. I do want to say. That was close. One one thing. You just dropped. No, that counts. Well, I said the full name. Did I name drop? Yes. No, I said. It's a hundred dollars to each of us. Fuck. All right, I'm down 100. We'll keep track at the end of the week. All right, I will say it. Do we I get can't to lose in this game, dude. We don't hang out with anybody that cool. Yeah, but but yeah, that's true. This is just a game set up for failure for me. I could name drop, maybe. Let's see what you got. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to do it <laughs> planned, but every now and again, I'll like meet a cool person through you. Aaron's like CJ Franco, Brie Teresi. <laughs> name drop, name drop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's that's good stuff. Uh, the merch is at bobmentary.com if you guys want to see Yeah, but that wasn't a plug. I love how I always overjump my plugs. No, that was you actually being No, like, that was a nice me being guy. genuine. Like, I don't give a fuck like, about anything in life. Like, yeah. I'm pretty relaxed. Like, you know, I don't really care. I care more about the art of everything, mm -hmm. more than the money, truthfully. And, like, you you're know, an artist. I believe, uh, yes. You it are. is an art. It is an art. After my. Oh, by the way, this. Time out. This doesn't count as a name drop either because this is, it, you're this about is, to name drop. No, when you no, say that, it doesn't count as a name Aaron. drop. That means a name Aaron, drop is coming. This is not because I have to talk about it because it's important and something to talk about it because okay. I put it out there. So I might be having a song coming out with French Montana. Now that's a name drop, but the reason why it doesn't count is because it's into our content. That's something that really happened in life. It wasn't like you hung hey, out with him. Yes. No, Aaron. We're we're gonna be on his new uh, album. I, I would like to hear the the story behind the French Montana stuff. Not really how it happened, but like your adventure of going over there and meeting him. Like, did he live in a compound? So it was basically uh, we communicate through social media, which is mm -hmm. amazing. Now the power of this thing is crazy. It's I can't get over it. How you can connect so everybody's so ready readily available. That's why with a really crazy amount of hard work, you can figure this fucking thing out. It's not a tough code to crack. And I may be the best at it in Planet America. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to ask you, who's the create? Like when you open your phone and you saw somebody respond, I mean, you never thought would respond because I know those people exist. Never thought I'd respond. Like no, you never thought that person would respond. Everybody, and check. dude. Everybody. Really? Yeah, everybody. It's the weirdest thing every second. Like I don't even know the fuck's going on. I All just, right, well let's not get sidetracked. French Montana story. Sorry, let's hear. Go about in. It. I pull into the fucking uh, house, place, and there's two guys. Uh, you know, first of all, I rang the bell like 15 minutes. Like, French, you there? Like, hello? Hello? Like, no answer. Is this like outside then, of the gate or yeah, out outside the, front of the house? gate? Outside of the gate. And then finally, somebody pulled up and uh, the garage just happened to open and I just like walked in with them. <laughs> so, like, I walk in, I'm like, hey, what's going on, French? Good to see you. Nice to meet you. And he's like, hey, how you doing? And then he shot baskets for like 10 minutes and I just stood there. So it was Wait, all very he, low whoa, key. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can he shoot? Um, I mean, We've I was seen staring Drake at the whole ball. game. I was kind of weighing things out. Like, I'm. You know, it's kind of like a battle of the, uh, you know, we're feeling each other out, I think. You That's know? kind of the moment where they pass you the ball, and if you, like, brick or air ball, then you might. Oh, I actually did throw up a brick, but that's how much it doesn't affect you me, and I brick? don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I don't even, I didn't even remember. Uh, you can, you, you nah. do have a, a, a bit of a smooth jumper. I will fuck up anybody about basketball. I mean, that's not I true. I mean, it sounds like there's some pressure on you and you embarrass yourself. No, no, no. So basically this, we go there. It's so amazing how we get sidetracked. No, we're still on topic. We're good. Are we're, we? We're, yeah, we're still talking about French Montana. All right, so. That's close to a name drop. Yeah, no, Scott actually. Scott just that counts. Did. I said we're talking that, about no, it. Scott is going to do yeah. a name drop. It's in that style. You name dropped. No, you yeah, name you dropped. You, you indirectly name dropped by you saying, yo. raised up the inflection yeah. of your voice. Yeah. I, I go, that's one word. Well, that counts Aaron? 100 bucks. Aaron, I'm up $200. You yes. guys are even. Yes. Scott, someone, so when we're talking about someone on the podcast, I have you to go said it? F Montana. No, because no. you have to weigh out the rules. You have to like make it even. So you're not going to be able to name drop a lot, and neither is Aaron. So, like, I mean, we'll let the zapped audience decide if I just name drop because I definitely didn't. But did you not hear what he just said? No, he no also dude, just, we're going to replay wait. the audio. No, but it was like a subtle one that no, you it realize, was a subtle but it has drop. to count for you because yeah. you were like, yeah, we'll go back and talk about French Montana and the way yeah. you said it was like a way that you were like dropping a name, yeah. which counts, you're down. We're not going over this anymore. So but he just, Bob ridiculous. also pointed at you and said that you're not going to be able to name drop a lot, which I think is kind of disrespectful. Yeah, but I'm testing my guy's fucking mental will. You you crumble like Went, a bitch. Mental will? Like mental will? Mental will. There you go. Still rusty. Very rusty. I think that's the right word. 
Anyways, uh, this dog is Aaron's is 15 years old. Okay. Still sitting here like a fucking. I know he's been staring at the wall since you got here. I swear he senses your evil spirits. Did you bring in this shit into my home? My dog is going I crazy. Kinda, he's never acted like this. I kind of feel, dude. Your dog is. He's been staring at the wall for three days, dude. Dude, every stop, every time he come, I see him, he's the same. He's like, Wait, I want to go back to the rapper's house that you visited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I, d- I just when I envision going over to a rapper house, I imagine that there's just like girls and G stirring. No girls, in the, in the no pool, girls. Like shaking their ass. And yeah, shit. that's it's crazy. Straight like, business. No, Seems like a low lo- key, that's, low key meeting. That's about right. That's what it looks no, like. No, so um, we went in there. He's like, "Yo, what's up?" He's like, "You want to go fucking do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't even know what we're doing." Like, we go in there, and like, because uh, originally what happened, I was the garrison in zapped on my mind, and I think we communicated <laughs> in like French Montana. I was like, "Yo." Got on the phone and then ding that counts. It, but the way I said it, yes, you're right. Fuck. See, but no, that, uh, when you name drop, if you're telling a story, you're you have already to say in. the name. Dude, we're setting the rules up for like twenty. This is gonna be like a living game that lives forever. Okay. So this, we're just setting the so rules. So when slowly. do you cash out? You cash Never. out weekly. Every 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 Friday, at 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 noon. We pay off at the start of the episode. Uh, okay. 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 So bring cash to every recording. Thanks, Aaron. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. Jesus okay, so Christ. continue. Guy acts, I mean, fucking, what more can I do for this fucking kid? Aaron gets on the You're mic. You're in my he home. Can't, he can't stop talking. You've, you've moved into my home. I know, Aaron. You live You're going to evict me. Aaron, you live with me rent free, food free for fucking six months. I didn't sleep at that house. That's true, actually. Nobody I was slept. working 24 7. I couldn't uh, sleep. I didn't have uh, a choice. Well, hey, is there any other choice besides working 24 7? No, there's not. Uh, do you want to be a yeah, killer on the streets? It's my you, only options. So back to French Montana. I go inside of Ding. the recording studio and, uh, and uh, he's like, yo, just like, yeah, like, first of all, I'm like, you guys got a drink around here? You're going to have a beer or something? He's like, uh, you got tequila. Yo, uh, cute. Go grab that uh, tequila. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Give me that tequila. <laughs> Brings me over like Casamigos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I love Casamigos, by the way. Good people. Did okay, he, uh, what did he give you? He gave me tequila. I don't remember. 42? No, it was not 42. All right. So you're, so you're in the booth. Did he give you any like creative By the way, I drank half the bottle in the first 15 minutes. I was like, Ooh. Yeah, I bet. You're kind of nervous. You're never like, nervous. Not that situation. So no. then why'd you drink the f- half the bottle in the first 15 minutes? Because Aaron, I love the fucking that, party. That's what he does, <laughs> baby. And I was trying to trigger it to like. I, that, oh my I, God, that's the greatest response Like, ever. what am I brand made of? I love the party. I want my brand. My whole brand is work hard, play hard. <laughs> the fact that you can be able to zap and have fun and live your best life, but also at the same time, hopefully build an empire. All right. Not hopefully. We are. I agree. We are. Uh, uh, All right. So he's in the booth, and then what? How long is the story taking to tell? I'm an idiot. Just finish it. I yet. go in the fucking booth, Aaron. <laughs> I just basically go like this. I go, he's like, yeah, just do some shit. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, he's like, I don't know. Like, he showed me this thing of this, like, Italian guy doing this skit, and I had no fucking idea what he was showing me and didn't know what the fuck it was. Finally, I go in there. I'm like, I have no idea what to do, but, uh, you know, just tell me some things. Like, you know, he was feeling yeah. me out. He doesn't know what I do. That's what I want I don't to know, know how that happened. So I was right. just like, yeah, like, what is your shit? Like, give me some stuff to say. And he's like, uh, yeah, man, like, Coke Boys uh-huh. and uh, something like five other things. So I'm like, Coke Boys. So it's, Coke Boy. I just do stupid shit. I so mean, you're doing like a, you're, yeah, see, yeah. I was about to name drop. Now I can't fucking Dude, do it. That's Ooh. actually, Ooh. So, so DJ Khaled. We never, so, but we don't have association Is it going to be like another one? That's yeah, what you're doing? Th- that's that's what he's saying, dude. He's like, yes. if, we're, if we haven't like but hung out with him, then that's, it's not a name drop. Hold on, bigger thing. That's not a name drop. That's more of a name drop than I said French Montana. DJ Khaled. Because we have no No, he tagged you that one time and he meant to tag yeah, but that's Bob not Marley. worth like saying it. Like actually everybody we name drop would be people we fuck with. Like I, I name drop because I fuck with them. But I also want to be like I do it is funny how much I name drop. So like I wanted to <laughs> okay, be Okay, so so uh like, how we did, never fuck with But DJ wait, Khaled. how did the recording go? You said uh I just did a stuff? bunch of different takes. Like I do a Buffalo Wild Wings like 9.99 wings. Eat here. <laughs> that would be go crazy over there. Dude, that's actually fucking awesome if that's on a song. 
Yeah, but it's not going to be B-dubs. He had me do like his own things. No, I know, but like still, anything you said. Yeah, dude, it's going to be on. So his lawyer called my guy today and they're going through it and figuring it out. I said French, I said I'll do it. I said I'll do it as like a kind of a good good faith favor to you, but you know, if there's something there, we'll figure something out. Like, you know, but I'm going to be pushing it to all these people and it was like whatever. So it's at the stage where they're talking about dude, it. Dude, what if you win a Grammy? I mean, I think I have my speech, <laughs> Aaron, good thing you brought that up. I have my speech like kind of ready to go. Dude, it's possible. Literally, think, like we've never given a Grammy away. What if for you're one just word. on every track? Like Migos is hitting you up. Dude, it could happen. I'm telling you this, that's what I'm kind of going. You think for. Aaron and Dude, I? Dude, why do you think a... I'm fucking with 808 Mafia right? Ding, <laughs> ding, ding! Oh my <laughs> god, I'm up 400. Do you think Aaron and I will get a plus two to the Grammys? Fuck yeah! Yeah, guys. no you way. Guys are in for everything. Just stop. I just name drop again. This game's gonna be so expensive. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really paying this shit. Like, where's the real bet, guys? That's the thing. Well, I pride ourselves in like when we make bets, we actually pay, which is cool. Like Scott, except for Aaron. Scott beer does pong. not pay. Scott does not. No, pay. Scott's pays. Now. I've paid I you. I've pay. paid he gave Scott. me seven thousand when he lost the beer pong. I Vegas. always play. No, he did not. Yeah, he gave me five. Yeah, we he, don't talk numbers on this. Jesus podcast, Christ! I didn't hear about that one, dude. Yeah, we don't need to talk. Holy about shit! It. I actually, it's did me to bring that up. Holy shit! It's a good segue. That's a needle. It's a good segue because I'm wondering one do you think you might be in montana's video music video no okay no video no visual and have you guys which i like have I you like guys no been video. following the music videos lately because oh. drake had a great one with pop star and and your boy you know who it is i'm not gonna say no it you can say fucking, it you can say it if we get permission actually that counts a reverse name drop no he I'm can getting him say to say the name he dog. can say the name everybody already scooter saw Braun. Story, yeah we can't like complete it. no scooter we fuck with so yeah. it's like but we also fuck with him a lot. But before we jump into the pop star <laughs> yeah, music I video, really fucks I want to I want to talk about Scooter. Fucks, guys, Scooter fucks with us now. Just yeah. gonna, that now that he has pop star out and he's in a music video, he's a too big time. No, I know. Did That's you guys a, watch the WAP? The WAP music video, dude. I can't believe that there are now songs out there called "Wet Ass Pussy" that are this viral. Have you uh, seen dude, it, dude? I never knew that's what it stood for. So. <laughs> You, you had no idea. That's no what idea. How uh, how bizarre is that? Yeah, I know. I know. I I don't know. I mean, all I know is that now I'm going to do the TikTok dance. Because that, it's that I'm song. going fucking all out on this shit. Yes, fitting. I love it. Uh, guys, it is so great to be back. Uh, Scooter Braun was in the video. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you have to call him. That is not a name drop because we've already addressed his name. I would name. love to call him. And you know what? I'm out of this name drop game. Or do we keep it going? No, I think we, I think uh, we drop You can it. cash out now. Because I just bucks. want to be able to name drop a lot. Yeah. Well, you. That's fine. part of my game. It's who you are. <laughs> so I have to settle up. I owe you 200. I mean, you. Uh, we. how many times have you heard fucking... Dana White and Mark Cuban this past couple Aaron, shut the fuck up. I mean, I'll, I'll double down. Yeah, uh, but you understand what I did? Like, I don't even tell the behind-the-scenes shit that I do sometimes. I was zapped out of my mind, and I fucking called Dana. No, it was incredible. And, like, the Fight Island thing that I did was pretty crazy. Like, it was cool. I put some stuff together. It was good. Um, and it's all part of the plan. Okay. Can't wait to find out what that is. Uh, do you guys want to jump over to voicemails? Uh, yeah, I believe it. You know, I, what's funny is about these voicemails is... Uh, uh, we're not getting them. We are haven't we getting been them? getting any voicemails lately, but there are, I think, three that we got today total. Yeah, we got three. Three. We got three. Three voicemails. What's the number? Yeah. It's two one three. Scott's forgotten. Two nine three ninety seven eleven. Now I got a I got a mental trap of a mind over here. Say it again. Two one three two nine three ninety seven eleven. Call us. Ask us any questions you guys want. We're here. Name drop if you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to in the voicemails tell us who name drops and who lost the game for the day. That's the game. Or it's you just can even name loser. drop yourself in the voicemail. Why not? Why not give them the opportunity to name drop? Oh yeah, give yours. Yes, I like that too. Just do whatever you want in the fucking voicemails. Scott, play the three ones that we got because I, I don't know how we got on, but somebody remembered the show still existed and called in. There's three people. Play them. All right, let's roll into them. Roll into them. What's up, Bob? You little bitch. Hey, it's French Montana, man. Happy to have you at the house, Coke boy. <laughs> hey, man. We just drinking, chilling. But uh, I want to ask you, man. Like, what you thought of the whole music industry? What your plans are moving forward? 
Man, you know what? I'll tell you what. I fuck with French. See, I don't even need a name drop, boys. You see what happens here? Uh, French, my plans, as you know, and I talked to you for a little bit of time uh, with the music industry is basically, I don't know. I just want to meet as many people as possible. It's a pleasure working with you, and I'm just going to figure it out. I have no fucking clue. But how about that? Aaron, see, you guys are fucking with me. That's crazy that he called in. Right? I can't believe that. All right, play the next voicemail, Scott. Hi, uh, Bob. It's Scooter Braun. Um, you call me three or four times a day. You FaceTime me. You know, if you haven't noticed, I'm doing bigger things like uh, the pop star music video. So uh, if you could maybe take it easy and if you have anything you need to ask me, maybe just ask now. It's amazing, dude. You know, it's crazy. Scooter, thank you. I appreciate you uh, checking in with us. But by the way, when you meet Scooter Braun in person, his voice sounds so much different. That is like, he has like the <laughs> pussiest little fucking voice I've ever seen in my life. Very weak. It's like a little weak pussy. Very weak. I don't know. I think he sounded kind of like sophisticated. He must be sick or something. I don't know what it is, but Scooter, thanks for checking in. Uh, sure, you'll get many more of those FaceTime calls, but it's good to have you back in the loop, buddy. I know you're uh, doing great things with Pop Star Video. Bobby, it's CJ Franco. Um, oh, come on. Oh, boy. Back, and usually you're first to answer right away when I do call, so... Just wanted to see, check in. Maybe we uh, try this whole dating thing one more time. Let me know what your thoughts are. Na, 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 na. <laughs> na, 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 na. Hey. Goodbye. No, I, I was CJ. Wow, long time. Jesus, man. See, I didn't I thought... join in on the singing because I don't know if she's gone forever. I don't know if it's goodbye. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Is it goodbye? Na. Come on. She's calling into the show. She's trying to trap you in front she, of your That fans? was a trap. I've, I've, I've done that sure trap a before. She is an evil Yeah, evil me and CJ. No, no. She's, she's, you know, me and CJ. I've always just had that thing. I don't know what it is. We have fun together. You know? Bringing but, her back. Uh, you know. no, 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 no. I moved on. I moved on. I'm trying to look for a real girl that I can actually marry. Bob, do you not like dogs? Because you don't like CJ's dogs. Wait, really quickly. Like oh, CJ's dogs dog. are on another level. No, Those, yeah. That's true. Well, he rats. They run around, they're rats. They nibble your ankles. They're like, beep, beep, fair. Beep, beep. Like, and they have pink tails. This thing is just, there's no middle ground. We have the CJ rats and we have Aaron. I just meet shitty dogs. Dude, you <laughs> fucked his head up. No, I'm just kidding. Yo, by Wait. the way, I, lo I fuck with your dog hard. Like, we had a moment. He's fucked up in the head now because he walked in here. I'm not kidding. Look Dude. at this, Scotty. He's I mean, staring he at the wall still. He's been staring at the walls for the last four days. He's an old dog. No, because the demonic shit in your head is somehow translating to his and he doesn't know how to react to it good yeah. word demonic but guess what he <laughs> always comes back and sits next to me you notice that he fucks uh, with me. i actually did notice one thing you said that cj is not the girl you'd want to have a wife and start a family so who is that ideal girl just in case we have well, a the female good news is i am on all the active social media platforms dating sites and whatnot and i am firing have you met up with any of the girls from like uh, Bumble? No, or? I just like do it for a fix just for me. I'm like, hey, what's up? Let's hang out. And then I just like lose thought. I thought it was going to be, you know, are you getting back together with CJ, Bob? Because, you know, I would maybe like to slide in there. I yeah, thought that's you, what oh, was coming are, from Aaron. No, no, you guys are more no, than welcome to. No, no I'm, not, I'm not touching I'm not that with a 10-foot pole. Um, no offense, slides. CJ. You would. You would. You 100% yeah, would. Yeah, would. I wouldn't. Okay. I mean, I, listen, I mean, not to Bob. But it would be it would be hard not to. I mean, like it would be a discussion prior. You'd be like, "Hey, Bob, I have an opportunity to hook up with CJ. Can I?" And I'd be like, "Absolutely." You know me. I'd be like, "Absolutely." I'd so, sh I'd shut her. Would ass you down. believe that? Yeah, dude. I, and I wouldn't care, like, because I would tell you if it was like somebody like that was really serious with something. Like, yeah, you can't fuck somebody else's girl. Like, there's no way. That's not allowed. But like, Fair. It, but like, it's like somebody. It's like I know it's not going anywhere. It's like, why would I prohibit you? Maybe you guys fall in love. Maybe Scott's the right one for CJ. Yeah. So why would I not allow him to do that? If I have no more interest in her, right? Why wouldn't I hook him up with my friend? Like, well, maybe I mean, you would invite. Good guy. You would invite. Bob it would be to your really weird to have like Sunday dinner together and be like, so. What CJ if you were and Scott? I mean, what if Scott 
I don't Bob will be, this Bob will happen, be in What if he asked party? you to be his best man? I'll, yeah, I would yeah. do it in a heartbeat. I, I mean, I think at this point he kind of has to. I mean, the to ask you to be his best man? I mean, if he's still doing merch yeah. for you, you have no fucking choice, no, buddy. But hey, Bob guess what? That is a long ways away. I'll tell you that, but <laughs> no, I'm good. No, Bob would be like, like, yeah. Hello, everyone. My name's Bob Benry. Swipe <laughs> up. I'm 96 years old. Bob will be like, yeah, uh, I'll do the best man speech. It's uh, 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. <laughs> Which okay. we actually might be doing, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the best man speech? You could probably sell those. Yo, I love it. We got to get start making some more content. I'm excited. We're going to get some. Uh, best man speech should go on the site. I love it. Um, <laughs> I think we're in a good groove here, guys. Let's bring it back. Let's bring this thing back. We're going to sign off now, but let's bring this uh, podcast back. Who's the next guest we have? I, dude, I have no idea, but I've just fired. You know me. When I get in the zone, I get in the zone. A lot right, of musicians coming on this time. I have some lawyers. I want to make it more like, instead of like name drop episodes, I want to make it more intriguing, interesting stories. I agree. Yeah, so totally like, agree. you know, you got to feel it out though. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So yeah. what I do, I loaded up A-listers everywhere I could. Like, that's 10 name drops. Have you been but, listening to Hot Black Coffee? Because that's our uh, business I model. love this one. That's I'm, our business I model. I am a big fan of Hot Black Only interesting people. Hot Black Coffee is Scott's new podcast. <laughs> I'm very interested in it. I actually want to. Will you be a guest? You have not listened. Will you be a guest? I would be honored to be a guest. Okay. And talent, that, hey, talent. You know, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> You'll do it for five hundred. Not only will do I do it for five hundred. No, no, no. I, I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it for free. What? Because I do everything for free. Yeah. I'm actually a good guy. Wow. Yeah. But I will do this though. On that but level, I, I want to get show, Scott. I mean. My goal is to get Scott like three massive people to like just be like, and I'm going to get these people because you know it's always like you want something in return. Mm-hmm. Anybody that does a deal with anything, there's a favor, and then there's like, hey, if you guys are both kind of doing stuff, it's like, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to convince now. I'm gonna get three big people on Scott's show. Mm-hmm. I have to like give them a little. Any bit of ideas? Value. Any ideas? You know me. I'm in the laboratory in my head right now, thinking. Can I throw out some ideas? Who do you want? Like who are the top? I would, I would like uh, Jim you, Jim Carrey. That's very hard. Okay. Jesus. Want I mean, him? No, you better shoot for the, the star. No, you can shoot for the moon. Yeah. Though. Donald Glover. E. Okay, Donald Glover. I can get. You think you can get Donald? Yeah, Glover. I can get Donald Glover on Hot Black Coffee. Okay, and I want uh, Saquon Barkley. That is on you. You can handle Saquon. You know Saquon as good as I do. You know those guys as good as I do. Okay. I can help you with Saquon, but Saquon's hard to even get for our thing, which if you get Saquon before me on Hot Black Coffee with 104 views, I more power to you. I want you views to. Views are in the hundreds. I'm cheering for like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? What, was he, what did he say? 10 views? 104. Oh, nice. Yeah, but it's moving. Yeah. We're more than that. It picked up three followers today, so it moved up 14%. I mean, the Instagram account is almost <laughs> at 100 followers, guys. No, I love it. Dude, I'm a big supporter of everybody winning. So what I'm saying is, though, you got to give me three. How about five? Jim Carrey, Donald Glover, mm-hmm. uh, Saquon Barkley doesn't count. Okay. Jim Carrey is, counts because that's fine. Okay. Uh, Donald Glover, so that's two. Okay. Um, who else would I like? Will Smith. I would like to interview Will Smith. I mean, God almighty. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean, if I get him, I might have to use him on ours too. We're going to lose Bob for a week trying to get you these fucking guests on your show. Yeah, that's true. Um, I want, uh, you know who I've seen commenting on your Instagrams a lot? The, uh, Franchetti girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's, I mean, I'll that's get you really, Antonio Esfandari. That's really hard. No, thanks, Aaron. That's hard. That's not, that's easy. That's, that's, that's fun. Okay. That was, that's four. I you four. And I want, uh, Zidane Chara of the Boston Oh, Brands. that's easy. I think a big yeah. Big why Z don't we have Z- Zedano on here, dude? Because I don't know, dude. I just like you to, could get him easy. For me, it's almost like I don't even like to do things for myself. I like to do it for other people. I'm weird. Actually, you know who I want? I want a uh, all right, easy. Want, I want a long no, no, I want a long Last one. Last one. I want Mark Menery. I want your dad on the. That's box. easy. But by the way, deal. Because though. I want to talk about you as a child. Done. I'll, so I'll, I'll talk give you. That's right. So I'll give you a Chara. I don't know if I want to hear that. I'll give you. I'll give you Francetti, Mark Menery, and I'll give you a fucking. This list wasn't too hard. And I get you Donald Glover. Uh, all right, so that's it. That was fun. I mean, as much as I don't even know half the time when you do these things, if they're good or not, but like, I just hope that we could bring you into a world that we live every day, mm-hmm. and this is what our life is, and that's, I think, the point of a podcast. What Scott always stressed to me was like, it just doesn't have to be like anything too special. It's just about what happens in your day-to-day life. We're going to give you yeah. everything that happens in our day-to-day You're life. You're chilling in the living room with us. Chilling in the fucking, well, yeah, I mean, 
this is a, this is I'm feeling good. It's a nice All right, place. guys, let's sign off because I want to go uh, see Timmy and see what he's doing over there. Of course. Uh, hey, guys, go uh, follow us on the Zap Podcast Instagram page. And make sure you rate, subscribe, all the good stuff. Bob, you have any other plugs? I am it. I That's don't it. But Bob. really quickly, this show will be happening once a week. Back two to where we started, two times a week. And uh, let's get it. Yeah, no. well, we, well, after this announcement comes up that you'll see probably before the next episode on the internet and everything like that with uh, our partnership. Very good stuff that we worked hard for that a lot of people said I couldn't do, uh, but I got the guys Hopefully at. we're going to get video too, right? Uh, yeah, we're going to be in a good place, guys. It's good stuff. Baby steps, but uh, at the same time, we got to start taking some big ones. All right, that's it. Bye. Later, guys. Slap the bones and rip it, my goose.